Welcome to Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats. As always, I'll be your host, Lee Greenwood, and I'd like to say welcome to this episode. This week, we're going to have a bit of a chat about um, hot works, working on the ropes, doing uh, grinding, welding, cutting, whatever it might be. Been a few requests to uh, have a chat about this. A few options of uh, what you can use to protect yourself, protect your ropes when you're out there. But as always, uh, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do. If uh, you know anybody who might be interested in this, might be working on the ropes, uh, doing uh, welding and cutting and things, they uh, might want to listen to it. So yeah, share away if you could, that'd be awesome. Let's crack straight on into it. So uh, I'm sure you can imagine working inside a bin or wherever you might be, need to do some cutting or grinding or welding and things like that. So when they're introducing all these uh, hazards and the potential risks associated with them, into your uh, into your work environment and as always we're hanging on you know nylon rope plastic basically and now we're waving flames around so what do we need to uh what do we need to protect um first thing we need to be protecting is uh is the tech you know keeping the technician safe making sure that they're not going to be covered in uh, sparks and flames and whatever else it might be you know you're in your harness so that needs protecting and then we've got the uh, the ropes. You're hanging on a set of ropes. We're concerned about that rope above you. Um, you know, if that can potentially get cut and then you start falling through the sky. But then the other thing to remember is we need to protect the ropes below you. That may be your exit out of there. Um, so we need to be protecting those as well. Uh, things that I've used, um, I'm not a boilie. I'm not a boiler maker. I'm not a welder. Um, but I have done uh, quite a lot of uh, various hot works cutting and all that. I'm normally doing the horrible side of it, not the glamorous side. Um, there's a company in Australia called Applesack. If you haven't heard of them, uh, run by a uh, an experienced level three, uh, Athol. He uh, he runs a really cool product called a firewall. This is, um, what's the best way to describe it? Most probably sort of a, an apron uh, that goes over your ropes and over you. Um, and keeps everything uh, away from your flames, so you can uh, you can still work. But it's protecting your ropes above you, and uh, protecting you. That's a really cool product. Um, various welding jackets, you know, your standard sort of thing that um, guys have used and worked with, uh, are available. They're reasonably cheap. You can, you know, I've seen people go uh, Asian style and put them on uh, backwards over the uh, over the top of their harness to protect that bit. Not really protecting the ropes as much. And then uh, welding blankets, I've seen those put into location to protect uh, protect ropes, a bit like um, rope protectors and, you know, trying to protect them that way. So there's a few things out there. I have had a uh, quite a few discussions on site or uh, in the training centre with people and I asked the question, how do you um, how do you protect your ropes and yourself from the, uh, when you're welding and cutting? And um, pretty much a standard answer is uh, just don't cut your ropes. Uh, it seems that a lot of people aren't actually putting any sort of protection in. It could be that you're um, you're wanting to protect um, yourself from falling. I've heard of people using, quite often I hear this one, using some sort of wire sling between their harness and their backup device. I've talked about this previously on other episodes. I ask a standard question, so why have you got that in there? And they're like, just in case I cut my working line. So my next question is, what are you doing to protect your working line from being cut? And then they sort of stop and have a think about it for a while. 
But yeah, we need to get some sort of protection on that working line. Petzl, uh, they've got some uh, drawings out there of uh, some sketches out there where they put a wire sling, short wire sling between the descender and the technician. And so you've now got this wire sling in front of you. Um, so if you're cutting, um, you're not going to sort of cut through your ropes. Or if you do, it's not affecting you because your descender's a little bit higher. can be a bit problematic to move around on if it's too high. I've found that if I've ever done this, I'll place another descender below it and then I'll, you know, ascend or I'll ascend up and on my uh, crawl and then uh, and then descend down once the work's done. So that's uh, that's how I've run with that. But the other thing that I've noticed that a lot of people don't even think about, don't even mention, is the ropes below them. As I say, this could be your way out of uh, out of there at the end of the job. Um, last thing you want to be doing is having to check your ropes before you can descend off you've been sweating there for a few hours welding or whatever you're doing all you want to do is get down and get out of there as quick as possible so not having the ropes just thrown straight into the bin or wherever you happen to be working and lying on the floor obviously you're going to have sparks and things hot metal potentially uh, flying down there and hitting your ropes if doing a pile on the bottom so need to get those bagged up in some way and moving them from below where you're going to actually be working you know, um, pulling them off to one side so they're not in that sort of drop zone. A lot of the time when I'm working, if I've got it rigged for lower at the top, I'll have the ropes coming down, have enough rope so I can get out of there, but I'll pull it up and bag it up and I'll move the rope off to the side so I don't even have any rope hanging below me. You know, if things are flying down there and potentially hitting the rope and melting the rope and things like that, that's what I'm concerned about. If I've got that out of the way, then that reduces the amount of rope that I need to inspect before I descend down the ropes, you know. Um, especially if you're working in heavy industry, you've most probably got gloves on, you may not pick up on the rope running through your hand and being damaged, so you need to get that visual on it. can be dark, horrible places as well, so if we can avoid things potentially falling on your rope, keeping those ropes out of the way, that's going to be a much better option. So, yeah, just to recap on that, we need to protect the tech, um, stopping... Things, hot things flying against him. We need to protect the ropes. That's obviously from where they're rigged, coming over any edges and things like that, coming all the way down to where we are. Protecting those ropes below us, getting them out of the way and having some decent uh, connections from us to our ropes. As I said, uh, a wire sling, if you're using that with, say, an S-Tech duck, it's not how it's designed to be used, so it may not be the best option. But, yeah, protecting that working line, the last thing I want to be doing is cutting through a working line then falling onto a wire sling on my ropes uh, while I'm swinging a grinder or whatever around. could be pretty scary. So yeah, bit of a uh, episode there on uh, working on the ropes. A few uh, ideas I thought I'd share with you guys for protecting your ropes. If uh, if you've got any questions, definitely reach out to us. You can uh, get in touch through our Facebook page, Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats, or you can head to ratac.net. Two great places to get in touch with us. Always good to have a chat. Reach out to me, Lee Greenwood on Facebook. Always nice chatting to you guys. But anyway, for now, stay safe. I'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.